Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is. This is the Proverbs for Professionals podcast, where every Saturday I get to go through a chapter of Proverbs that corresponds with the date. Uh, So this Saturday is the 8th of August, and so we'll be going through Proverbs chapter 8. The episode is releasing on the 9th uh, because I I had a very full day. Uh, it was a good day full of uh, lots of basketball, uh, playing basketball tournaments again here in Utah. And so I got to go coach and watch my son play, and it was awesome. Uh, so let's dig in to Proverbs chapter 8. And the focus for Proverbs chapter 8 for me today is going to be on the idea of wealth, Um and and what types of wealth should we be pursuing? It's an interesting proverb. So for me personally, in um, I think it was March, February, March of this year, right when stuff started to go a little a little sideways, a lot sideways uh, economically in our country, I talked to my friend and feller fellow pastor, uh, Joel Gein. Joel and I pastored at Aletheia Church for a number of years, where he still serves there. Um, and Joel is also very involved in the financial uh, segment of the United States. And I just had asked him, hey, what, you know, what are some steps that you are doing? And he had mentioned that he was looking into, you know, silver and gold and acquiring some precious metals. It's a safeguard against uh, a lot of stuff that's happening. So I bought actual silver and actual gold, uh, which was kind of cool because it actually ships to you. You get like, you know, you get, you get silver coin, you get to hold 30 pieces of silver (laughs) and, and understand what that feels like and what that weight is. And so, um, and, and it has become valuable since my time of acquiring it. And so this whole idea actually hit me in a very personal and real way, thinking about, uh, going all the way down to verse 10 in Proverbs chapter 8, take my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare with her. And so I knew and I know that not everybody had, you know, cash or had investments that they could use to then buy actual silver and actual gold, right? I'm fully aware of that. I was blessed to be able to do that. But everybody has access through the doctrine of common grace to the instruction and the wisdom that comes from God. Um, Anybody can get it in nature or in the word or in prayer or in just stopping and being silent. And the Bible says, Hey, just so you know, this is better than that. This is to be pursued above all of that. I've mentioned this before on another podcast, but it still is just this incredible blessing for my wife and I. We are now on day 68 in a row of giving the first hour of every day to time reading and time in prayer and time to journaling. And it has been transformative, way more transformative than the meager amount of money that I've made on a silver and gold 
investment, which will eventually, you know, probably waste away. And it will probably waste away in the form of some, I don't know, some sneaker purchase or something stupid like that that I'll do. Um, but the instruction in pursuing knowledge and for pursuing wisdom, nothing can compare with her. Go down to verse 18 if you're reading in chapter 8. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, and my yield than choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness, in the paths of justice, granting an inheritance to those who love me, and filling their treasuries. Again, the same thing is repeated, but now we see it with with actual food. So food is some, is a sustenance that we need. And again, here, it's not the, Solomon is not writing here saying, hey, listen, don't make wise financial decisions. Don't eat food. That's not what the point of this is. The point is, what are your priorities? Is your priority right now attaining wealth, leaving an inheritance for your children, which is a biblical concept, but is that your priority? Are you willing to sacrifice everything? Again, there are people in the business world right now today who are putting in 80, 90 hours a week and they are they are doing it not because that is what is required. You know, you're not working three jobs to make sure that you can provide food for your kids. That is something that a lot of people have to do. And I'm not talking about that when I when I give this remark. I'm talking about the business people who are putting in 80, 90, 100 hours a week and forsaking their family in pursuit of vain wealth, of accumulating fortunes. For what reason? Again, I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm saying at what expense? What are you losing out on? And I think that we need to be able to pause and stop and say, Am I, am I sacrificing my mental health? There's a lot of mental health issues happening right now. Am I sacrificing my relationship with my children or my relationship with my husband or my relationship with my wife? Am I, am I laying all of these things at the altar of wealth accumulation? Is that what I'm trying to do? Because I'm going to tell you right now, study after study has shown that that is a pursuit that when that is your primary pursuit is left wanting. This is not a this is not an attack on wealth accumulation. Certainly there are plenty of proverbs that say, hey, you should be wise, you should invest well, you should pursue and you know, it's money is not an evil thing. But anything becomes evil when it takes primacy and becomes a god that it does not need to be. Anything. I believe it was a pastor John Piper who said um, that an idol is a good thing, that you make a God thing. And so we can idolatrously pursue these these types of things, and it's it's to our detriment. Instead, what we should do is is pursue the things that actually don't require uh, you know this this type of privileged position of being able to to uh, to acquire. Think about this. I walk in the way of righteousness and the paths of justice. Again, this term comes up all the time in the Bible, this idea of justice. We have to please continue to to cease with this nonsense that pursuing community justice is unbiblical because it is everywhere. I've been reading in my personal time, 
in, uh, through the minor prophets and Nahum and Obadiah and Habakkuk and uh, and then also through the Gospels and in Acts. And I'm telling you, I don't I don't even have time to fully break that down, but it is everywhere. But the thing is that it's everywhere and everybody can pursue it. And God is saying, this is more valuable. Do you want to know what I'm about? I'm not about you making a bunch of money. You can make it or you cannot make it. You know, uh, God owns a cattle on a thousand hills, right? Um, and, the, and, and God will supply for all of your needs according to his riches and according to his glory. So, so you pursuing that is silly, but you pursuing the weighty matters of the law, you pursuing justice and righteousness, you can be rich or you can be poor. And the thing is that doing that, that is the yield that I believe God is looking for. That is the inheritance that he wants us to pass on. And that will be granted to us. And our treasuries will be filled up, not in terms of like Scrooge McDuck levels of gold, but but our treasury, the treasuries of our heart will be filled up with purpose and meaning and and in this in this beautiful pursuit of the things that God is asking us to follow and pursue. So let's wrap this up in the final two verses, verse 35 and 36. Whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. And he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. This is the this is the bow that is put on this chapter. That what you need to be doing is pursuing the things of God, pursuing uh, righteousness, pursuing justice, pursuing wisdom, pursuing instruction, pursuing truth, pursuing knowledge. And when that is our pursuit, ultimately because we are pursuing God, then then we will find life. You've also heard it said, if, if you've read any of the Gospels, Jesus says that narrow is the path which leads to life and few find it, but wide is the road that leads to destruction. This would be a very similar idea here uh, from Solomon in Proverbs chapter 8. Whoever finds the Lord finds life and obtains favor. But he who fails to find me injures himself and all who hate me love death. And so what are we what are we pursuing? What is the pursuit of your heart? When you get up on Monday morning or if you're working today or whenever it is, what are you pursuing? What is the thing that you think the most about? Are you just like, oh man, I got to get, I get, if, I, if only I had that promotion, if only I had that bonus, if only I had this, if only I had that next job, if only, if, and if that's, what's, if that's what captures your heart, it's a wide path, which is, which is only going to lead to more if onlys. And I believe the Bible offers a different way. I believe the Bible offers a way that says you can leave aside your if onlys and be fully satisfied and and really pursuing the wisdom and knowledge uh, and and discernment and instruction that comes from the Bible because there's not there's not an if only there you can have that today you can be fully satisfied today and then what you are free to do is work at everything as unto the Lord and not to man you are free to work hard. You are free to pursue that. And, and if 
if bonuses and promotions and job titles and and you know stock holding and all this kind of stuff if that comes to you then that's awesome and you just say praise the lord and i'm going to keep working as hard as i can it is a transformation of how we think and approach our job and how we think and approach our day so again what is your primary pursuit are you pursuing the things of the lord and i believe that you will find life when you pursue those things because everything else It has been shown time and time and time again. Everything else ultimately falls away. So pursue right things this week. Next week, we'll be in Proverbs chapter 15. Uh, So thanks again for listening. This has been the Proverbs for Professionals podcast with your host, Adam Peake. Thanks.